0: to our podcast parenting by the pint enjoy the show all right so i'm kara and i'm lauren tonight we're going to talk about a parenting topic uh moms and mom friends (laughs) and we're going to talk about a personal favorite local brewery of mine Hot Butcher Brewing. Hot Butcher of the world.
1: Hot Butcher for the world, but yes. Oh. Ooh. Ooh.
0: <laughs> Eventually, one day, we're going to have to spend time during this podcast doing corrections from the last podcast episode. <laughs> At some
1: point, yes. So
0: here's all the mistakes that we made. <laughs> but I like being called out during. That's even better, because then I don't have to remember to fix it later.
1: <laughs> if I know, I'll tell you, but I'm sure there'll be lots that I don't eh, know. So, eh. um.
0: Oh, yeah. Um. Let's give a shout-out to Commonweather for doing our little intro music. Uh, they're awesome. They're going to be playing a show in Chicago. I'm going to come up with a date for that.
1: Um, Ooh, nice. They
0: they are going on tour, and they have a pretty new album. And this song that we uh, enjoy before our podcast starts is from that album.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, guys. All right. Oh, so we're going to start. I'm going to give a little info about Hot Butcher. We're actually... care, can you pour the uh, Tavern Cut? Yep, We've we're going to drink Tavern Cut.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a double IPA, and one of my favorite beers... My second favorite beer... Oh. ...to my other favorite Hot Butcher beer uh. that we're going to drink shortly.
1: Yep. Nice. Excellent. Yep. The Tavern um,
0: Cut's my fav- one of my favorites.
1: It doesn't come out all the time. It came out... what? La- when was the last time it came out?
0: It came out just last week. Well, yeah, but, but before, the, before then, that... Um, been a bit it may have been as far back as last february march time yeah i think so, so. it's about the it's end of february i've
1: actually never had this Oof. hot butcher beer
0: i'm i'm almost more excited Ooh, about you drinking it good. than i am about me drinking mm. it
1: <laughs> so hot butchers of chicago uh chicago beer they actually started out Um, in 2012, but they were called South Loop Brewing Mm -hmm. when they first started. Okay, cool. Um, But there was a, they, they weren't super popular at the time, and there was a South Loop lager that had come out prior to them starting the brewery. And so in order to not have any trademark disputes in 2016, they actually changed their name to Hot Butcher for the World. Oof. I know. One word. One word. Um, Which actually came from a Carl Sandburg poem, which was, they called Chicago Hog Butcher for the World. Oh, okay. Cool. So, Hot Butcher for the World. Uh, They don't have a tap room. They actually brew out of another craft brewery, Miskatonic and Darien, Um, but they are incredibly popular in the Chicagoland area. When Tavern Cut came out the first time, it was, like, impossible to get. Yeah.
0: Well, and they won that little like brewery Sweet Sixteen tournament thing. I don't know if you noticed oh, that. No. Like last year during the NCAA tournament, oh, somebody, okay. some news article source posted this brewery final. Huh, that's cool. Finals, no, I don't and think I saw it. Hot Butcher for the world won.
1: Yeah, most people just call him Hot Butcher. But yeah,
0: <laughs> that's why I messed it up.
1: Oh, this is tasty. Yeah. This is a really good double IPA. No, like, bells and whistles, f- weird flavors, anything, like...
0: Just a nice, mellow, hoppy...
1: It's definitely hoppy. Sweet, it smells good. citrusy... I really like the smell. I get the citrus Doesn't in the it? smell, I think.
0: It smells so good. Yeah. Uh, just a side note, if you're not from Chicago, I'm going to give you a little, hi- little story about the words tavern cut. Tavern cut is a kind of pizza-cutting method. So most places cut their pizza in triangles. Um, A lot of Chicago pizza places cut their pizza tavern-cut style. Tavern-cut is where you do straight lines across the pizza so that you end up with mostly square pieces Mm -hmm. that are relatively equal in size. I love tavern-cut pizza because... You get middles. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I love the middles. They're my favorites, too. And
0: my kids like tavern cut pizza because they get the corners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they love the hard, crusty corner with all the little toppings just on the the edge of it. The
1: little triangles. Yeah, when we were kids, we used to always fight over the corners. Uh. Maybe that's a Chicago thing. You know, I never realized that was a Chicago thing. But yeah. I guess it is. Yeah. yeah, if you look at our Facebook page or Instagram, you will see the tavern cut can has a picture of a tavern cut piece of pizza on it. Yeah.
0: With a sweet looking face with a mustache. <laughs> I is. love can designs.
1: <laughs> Hot Butcher
0: yeah. does pretty well, although I gotta say, there's a couple that do some super crazy oddball stuff, and that always draws my attention. Like I talked about yeah. Dead Guy's Ale yeah. before, and I love that their beer, their beer label from way back that they still probably have on bottles is the guy, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like sitting on the barrel, and he's obviously. A skeleton Or a dead guy Yeah And it's It's weird But it's not Disturbing weird It draws your
1: attention I think that's a lot Yeah A lot of Well you know I was walking through A liquor store The other day And you know The if you don't know what you're looking for, the can art definitely catches your eye. And mm-hmm. you're like, huh, you know, it, d- it draws your attention. And then also even the names of beers sometimes, you know, there's totally. been a couple that I'm like, I have no idea what this is, but I just have to try it. So, yep. um, you know, but there's so many nowadays that, you know, and then there's the other ones that are basic that are silver can looks like a black Sharpie that are still solid, but, you know, right. just
0: well and there's a lot of breweries that have a very set brand appearance mm-hmm. and and they don't really deviate from that but their patterns are classic and clean and you know we'll talk about Maplewood in multiple episodes i know oh, we for will sure. eventually yeah. <laughs> but they're like that yeah a lot of their can designs are very similar it's their signature template. letter yep. and then they they <laughs> kind of take it from there in a very subtle way hot butcher has a designer that they use, I think, for all their can art. Yeah. Um, and uh, another potential future correction.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone cracked us.
0: Yeah. Um, and so you get the little hand-drawn look mm. on most of their stuff. So they do have kind of a style. Um, but their designs do vary quite a bit. And I think that's interesting. You know, their cans aren't always the same color. They also have, and I'm not going to do it while we're talking they have um, the labels that you can break away so that you can recycle their cans. Oh. A lot of cans, hmm. beer cans, the labels are actually not recyclable. But Hop Butcher has a perf uh, on, that the you corner, can tear on the it off. corner, on oh, the corner, on the edge. Yeah. That you can tear off you the, can
1: the label and then recycle the cans. That's actually pretty cool. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So that's, a, that's an interesting... A Hop Butcher, yeah. Butcher fun fact. Hop Butcher fun fact. Yeah, I liked over the summer when they did the... Um, Chilling out, max and relax and all cool. Ooh, yeah. beers. I just had to buy them because I was like, I can't not. Yeah. Like, how can I not so buy these? So much like,
0: Two four packs. Oh my gosh! So I know. I gave some of it beach. away. I'm That's like, cool, all right, though.
1: you can. Someone just drink this because. Well,
0: <laughs> next time they come out with it, I'll buy one and you buy the other, and then you can have perfect. Two and so we to have two and two. I
1: like it. Beautiful. So, all right. So we're drinking Tavern Cut to start, and we'll uh, we'll talk about mom our friends mom
0: friends. so Lauren and I are mom friends mm-hmm. um but I kind of feel like for the most part we're sort of the exception and not the rule in the sense that we were friends growing up and our kids have gotten together and become close and are friends with each other and yeah. we are also still friends
1: yeah but we didn't we were friends first and mm-hmm. then we made our we didn't yeah. make our kids be friends but you know we we helped we, them become friends
0: well they're <laughs> close in age and and, you know which meant that we were pregnant and having kids at the same time and so it felt natural for them to be involved in each Mm -hmm. other's lives um but yeah you know i remember graduating from college and moving on to the point where i was going to be getting married and i was still connected with some of my friends from that from that period in my life and thinking oh we're all gonna have kids at the same time oh yeah we're all gonna be friends our kids are gonna be friends and that's just really unfortunately it's just not the case if you don't live nearby it's really hard to get your kids together well yeah
1: and that's the other thing that may happen however people moved away like some people live in different states or some people live hours away or when you work a monday through friday job and then your kids have activities and whatever else my husband's a fireman so his schedule is all over the place you know it's it's hard and your husband works in retail so his schedule is weekends too so it's not like we have a saturday sunday to do things with people right so you kind of have to then come to the second group of mom friends which really becomes geographical and people that your kids wind up
0: exactly yeah and that was actually exactly what i was driving at is that geography really ends up dictating who you are going to connect with on an adult level when it comes to who your kids friends are um so when we decided we were going to talk about this topic, I was trying to figure out if I should come up with a story, um, you know, about an experience I've had with a mom of a kid that my kids were friends with, or a mom friend, if you will, or if I wanted to just talk generally. Mm -hmm. And I kind of landed on the idea of doing a little bit of both. And what I have learned about mom friends is that in spite of the fact that we all have our phones on us, all the time Mm -hmm. I ran into times where I would text or call a mom to make plans and I wouldn't hear back from her and that's perfectly fine I have I don't expect everyone to reply to me immediately Mm -hmm. um but my kids do not understand that they do not appreciate the fact that I did not get a reply. Why aren't we just going over there? Uh, Let's just go over there. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I can't just show up. I mean, I don't even know if they're home. Right. And uh, I will get a ton of heat <laughs> from my kids when plans either just don't materialize or, or fall, fall through. through. Yeah. And it can be very frustrating when it does turn out to be because the other mom kind of just, You know, they looked at your text, but they didn't respond to it. Which does happen. Yeah, they blew it off. They flaked out or they changed plans. Mm -hmm. I mean, those things all happen. And unfortunately,
1: your kids don't understand. Yeah, I think it's one thing. You know, as adults, it happens. And we're used to friends that flake out or change plans or, you know, we all have that friend that we're like, well, we know they're not actually going to follow through. But Mm. kids don't really get that. Like, they you know kids don't they just expect first of all kids don't understand anything other than they're nice and they want to play with me and that that should just happen like my younger the twins they're going to be six and they think everybody's their friend they go to the park Mm -hmm, and there's mm -hmm. they've never met anybody before and you know angie will be like hi friend and I'm like, you, do you know this person? No, but they're my friends. She okay. thinks everyone is like her friend, which is fine. It's but, sweet, but it yeah.
0: does set you up for a little disappointment. Yes, you know? definitely, definitely. Unfortunately, because next time she goes to that park, she's going to be like, my friend's not here. And you're yeah. going to be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no way of communicating with that random child's mother yes. on, that we met at the park two weeks ago. No
1: clue. <laughs> Don't even know their name. But
0: Right. So my one other—I don't want to sound like I'm complaining—but my other kind of beef with mom friends and and what I've kind of come to realize is a is something that means a lot to me when I do connect with a mom and they're going to maybe become my friend mm-hmm. is their level of trust with their husband.
1: Ah, uh, huge disparities.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and I don't I don't try to force it upon anyone to just drop the kids with your husband for the night so you can go out and you can do whatever you like. It's not like that. But, you know, I have an 8-year-old and a Mm 6-year-old, and I kind of assume at this point that my husband has figured out how to care for them
1: oh for sure he's not a babysitter he's their father well yes that's which is gonna
0: be like (laughs) on a t-shirt someday oh i'm probably is
1: but yeah no i agree
0: i mean like we're gonna say that phrase i know we are because this Mm -hmm. subject will come up again and my point in bringing it up today is that i have a really hard time accepting that explanation for for someone not being either able to meet me out for a drink or or have a dinner with me without the kids where you're going to connect with this person Mm -hmm. outside of just watching the kids play at the park
1: yeah because realistically you sit and watch the kids play you're not actually like engaging with the mom like you're half paying attention to the kids you're half yelling at the kids and like periodically you're trying to have an adult conversation so you know yeah
0: i mean you can connect and you can you know i i went on a little car trip for about an hour the other day with a friend of mine and the kids were all in the back seat and, you know, we were running an errand essentially. Mm-hmm. And we did get a chance to kinda of catch up and chat a little bit and it was really nice. But of course there were moments where the kids were like, Oh, he's cheating at this game we're playing, this made up mm-hmm. fake game that sure, right. created yeah. playing the cards. There and are entertain. no rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I used to be friends with this mom who had a child that was the same age as my younger kid. And there was a day where eventually I said to her, "Hey, you know what would be really great? Let's uh, let's grab a drink sometime. You know, are you? Mm-hmm. Do you like drinking? Yeah, do you or like dinner, dinner, or
1: coffee, or sure. something. Just let yeah, just
0: sitting somewhere. Mm-hmm. We can go to the library. Oh, if you yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Just somewhere by ourselves mm-hmm. to chat for an hour and enjoy our company with another adult. Yep." So I suggested this to this mom friend. And um, she was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I just don't think that I'd be able to do that. And I was like, well, like this weekend or or like like ever. ever. And she was basically like pretty much ever because every night she would lay down in her daughter's room on the floor next to her bed until she fell asleep. And then at some point during the night, this little girl would wake up. And she would go into her parents' room and she would sleep in their bed for the rest of the night and um, did this every single night.
1: Yeah, I'm out on that.
0: And setting aside some of my concerns with your kids sleeping in your bed, which we'll save for a whole other podcast (laughs) someday, um, she used this as an explanation for why she would never be able to go out for a drink because the part at the beginning where she has to lay down on the floor no one else can do that only she can
1: that's just i mean again everybody teach their own i with our first probably rocked him to sleep for far longer than I should have and my husband makes fun of me for that all the time but you know and then we had twins and I just physically couldn't well, so yeah. they had to go to sleep on their own which worked out for the best um and you know whether people co-sleep or don't or whatever I'm not even going to argue I couldn't do it because my kids are like octopuses and they would kick and punch mm. and whatever like I would never sleep so logistically it just doesn't work right but like To in order in my opinion, in order to be a good mom, you just have to make time for yourself too. You can't always be the only one that is responsible for your children. Yeah. Like and if you're a single mom, this kinda goes out the window a little bit, but you still need to find a babysitter or someone that you are comfortable with taking care of your kids because you need to take care of yourself at some point.
0: Yeah. Or get your mom friend's husband Somebody. to take your kid for yeah. an hour so that you can go out with your mom friend. Yeah. He should be able to handle that. He One should. extra random child for an afternoon oh, for an yeah. hour or two. My
1: husband's definitely like, we, I have some friends that are friends with me first. I, I will, well, I'll go into that in a minute, but most of my mom friends actually were friends before we had kids. But one of my best friends, she'll drop her kid off, and either our babysitter or my husband will watch all four of the kids, and it's no big deal. Or on the flip side, if my husband goes out with somebody, you know, they drop off their kid, I'll watch them. Like, we both are more than capable of doing that. But I think that as a couple, we recognize that we both need time to ourselves in order to just be good parents and good partners and in general. Like, I can't imagine not getting a little bit of time to myself at some point right like you're, you're burning the candle at both ends if you don't
0: absolutely okay. absolutely i mean and that's really the crux of the issue for me in this story it's not the bedtime ritual no that's a whole different episode like yeah, i said for sure. it's that she doesn't get child free time mm-hmm. i mean she was she was a working mom she mm-hmm. worked part-time and so there was time where she was away and she was a student as well and um so she was away but she was away only at times where she was working at something
1: right she's still working she's doing she's studying she's whatever she's you know and that's hard too like we both work mm-hmm. so you know it's we work we come home the kids are there you know if we didn't get out of the house without the children it would literally just be i work and i'm a mom like and nothing can't else be it. that can't yeah, be
0: no. it and that's brings it all back around with mom friends. I mean, you got to have mom friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, friends who don't have kids are perfectly great as well. Oh, for sure. But you got to have mom friends too because that connection is going to keep you going. Yeah. Because you're going to get to complain about your kids. Somebody who doesn't have kids is going to be horrified by your level of complaining. <laughs> sometimes, yeah.
1: <laughs> but the other mom friends understand and they yeah. understand also that sometimes you're just venting and that's okay or they can relate to the same mm-hmm. thing. I think that the mom friends I have are also... We have a similar parenting style. You know, like, our your kids are 8 and 6. Mine are 7 and 5, or going to be 8 and 6. Mm-hmm. So very close in age. But... Um, you know, even when they were younger, I think that we could go to the park and we're not, we are not not the hovering parents. Like right. we're not the ones that are going to say you're three and I need to hold your hand going down the slide. Like we were never that. Right. But no. there's parents and you see moms and dads, not just moms, moms get the bad rap for being the helicopter moms, but da- I've seen dads do the same exact I thing. I agree. Me too. That they can't let go of their kids or they're carrying them and far past when they can walk. Um, and you know, they're, they they do not give them much freedom. And I think that the parents that you wind up getting closer to have a similar parenting style that Agreed. you do. Um, also, if you're, anyone around me can yell at my kid if they're doing something wrong. I'm not going to be offended. Like, oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I actually, that came up this weekend. I went to a birthday party with some family and it was just a small group of kids. Mm-hmm. And one of the kids was misbehaving. And I was like, if you guys don't stop fighting each other, you're not going to get birthday cake. Yeah. And my my friend that was there, she was like, that goes for you guys, too. And she was like, I don't have a problem with you taking birthday cake away from my kids. And I was like, oh, yeah, I had every intention of doing that <laughs> if it came down to yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. You know.
1: No, we, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm
0: not going to intervene and step on someone's toes, but I'm definitely going to dive in if the moment calls for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. I'm the same way. Um, earlier, I had said I don't have a lot of mom friends that weren't friends with me first. part of that is because our oldest John he is seven and a half but he's autistic. so he's in second grade now but he doesn't really have any friends. Mm-hmm. He's not super verbal. Um, he's been in school since he was three but he doesn't have that social interaction. He enjoys his brother and sister and the people that he knows, which are some of my best friends and their kids. Um, But otherwise, and your kids, he knows, and your kids know, know my kids. But um, otherwise, in school and things like that, he doesn't have any real connections to people. So I haven't really had the opportunity yet to make mom friends because of of that. And now that the twins are five and in kindergarten, it's a totally different story. Now they're... They want to send my phone number home to people and, you know, be like, can we have a play date and do this? And, you know, which is fine, but it's a totally new realm for me because I just haven't had that experience yet because, you know, John goes to school five days a week. He goes to therapy five days a week after school and on Saturdays, you know, so he didn't even, doesn't even have time for friends. But, you know, also he doesn't have that, hey, I want to have Sam over. Right. Um, So this is new to me this year. And actually, so the one time I did send my phone number with um, Eddie to school to say, hey, if you want to have a play date with whoever is in your class, you know, give it to them. And so one mom texts me (laughs) and she goes, so I don't remember what the kid's name was, um, Danny or something, but um, Danny says there's a party tonight. Did he miss a party? Did I miss an invitation? And I was like, No, it's fine. The boys just wanted to hang out at some point, but they there's no party that I'm aware <laughs> of. Like the five year olds are planning to have a party, and this mom who was super nice, right? But she's like, Did I miss something? And That's I'm like, So
0: funny, <laughs> right? Like
1: totally reasonable. They missed an invitation somewhere or whatever, and I'm like, No, like they plan their own party, but no, there is no party. Right? Like,
0: you did not formally yes, plan a party. Not that I, there I believe I said not, not that I'm aware. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's but funny yeah but this is this is kind of new to me they're at the age that they're wanting to make friends wanting to engage sure. starting in activities and up until now it's just been you and my other good friends that happen to have kids right but now they're making their own so yeah. this is this is all new territory for yeah. me yeah yeah
0: yeah well the only other thing i'll mention on this subject and then we can kind of flip over to our next beer when you're ready um is birthday parties You kind of mentioned the party thing, (laughs) although the impromptu party, but um, when my kids were younger and even still with my little one, um, you know, you were expected to stay as a parent. You were expected to stay at the birthday party. I don't have a problem staying or going whatever Mm. they suggest. If I get there and they're just like, oh, see you in two hours. I'm just like,
1: I'm out out of here.
0: That's cool. I can do that. And for me, when it comes to staying at a birthday party, it's either going to be a really good time and I'm going to get to know some people or it is going to be the most isolating, dull experience of my life.
1: Yeah, no, I get that.
0: And I have felt both to the extreme. Oh, jeez. I have gone to parties where the people at the party have been really welcoming and kind and I've had a really nice time and I feel really good about being there. And I have gone to parties where no one else spoke English
1: oh yeah it depends and, on where you, where you live the demographic yeah. is very yeah. and
0: i felt really lonely no one talked to me not mm. even the parents of the birthday child oh, wow. who did speak english um yeah. and their child spoke english i i just was by myself for yeah. like three hours wow and you know i i feel like I also make this joke about whether or not there's beer at a birthday party for a child. <laughs> that Which there, there should be. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> if there's beer at the birthday party, it's going to be a good time. I'm going to be okay. <laughs> if there's not beer at the birthday party, it's 50-50. Fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I insisted we have alcohol at my baby shower, even though I couldn't Ooh. drink it, but I felt that everyone else should I'm so. pretty
0: sure I drank at your baby shower.
1: Probably, yeah. I'm pretty sure you did too. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, if it was there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I drank it. But I no guarantee. birthday parties.
1: Yeah. Um. You know, I've had limited birthday party experience with the kids. Mostly again because our oldest doesn't really hasn't really been invited to many. But the twins, were, and. So the one the parents are incredibly nice. I really like them. But the experience I had wasn't that it wasn't that I wasn't included. It's that a mom and this was when they were 4 dropped off her kid at like a bouncy place and left. Yeah. And I had no idea. I didn't know this kid the kid needed to go to the bathroom. He needed help and I'm like the people that are hosting You're are a total running around. Stranger. I am a complete stranger with this 4-year-old boy trying to help him in the bathroom that I've never met in my life. Didn't know his name, oh. never met his mother.
0: Oh man. Like you've
1: got to know your kid too. Like how can you leave a 4-year-old who you know, I mean...
0: Obviously isn't ready for that. Right? And you have oh. to know your
1: kid. Like, my kids at this point, they wouldn't know whether I'm there or not. They would just be running around doing their sure. own thing. Yeah. And they're fine. They're five and a half. They're in kindergarten. Like, at this point, that was fine. At the time, they were four. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna stay. I had never met the mom or dad before. Uh-huh. So I wasn't... If I had, if it was your house, I'd be like, yeah, fine, whatever. But, sure. you know, but I had never met them before. And I was like, I'm gonna stay. Um, but apparently, this kid's mom was like, alright, peace out. I'm, I'm gone. Time to go to the movie, right? Who knows? I have no (laughs) idea where she went. Like, but this poor kid clearly was not ready for that. So like, you have to know your kid. On the flip side, we had a birthday party. Our kids are all born within a day of each other. So John turned two the day before the twins were born. So I've got three kids that are with one one day and two years apart but yeah the same so they birthday. get one birthday party because I'm not throwing three so which is
0: awesome by the way yeah, i mean for no, you it's I'm totally, totally
1: awesome totally fine with that we
0: actually talked about combining the birthdays mm-hmm. and honestly i'm only just now remembering that we talked about doing that <laughs> and it's too late to do it because yeah, you i already be. planned birthday. <laughs> i got the invitation yes.
1: yeah we'll be there but um <laughs> for ours we had a mom that was like I can't be there, I have to work. Can I drop, mm-hmm. or can grandma drop my son off? And I had met him before, and I had met her before. Um, actually, this was the same kid that had the birthday party that I went to, but it was the year okay. later. Okay. Um, and I was like, it's fine. And he was fine. And like, he came, sure. he was fine, everything was fine, she picked him up after work, totally fine. But two vastly different experiences. Right, like, right. So, uh, yeah.
0: That's yeah. Well, and I actually had kind of the opposite reaction. Um, I had dropped my older, ch- or I was going to drop my older child off at a birthday party at a bowling alley. So an indoor, pretty mm-hmm. secure, yep. I suppose, if you want to call a bowling, bowling alley secure. secure. Uh, I'm rethinking that, but anyway, yeah, maybe I get that was it. the yeah. wrong thing to say. You know, a relatively closed-in space. Yeah where they were gonna do this activity, they were gonna move on to a different activity, everyone was gonna go as a group. Fair, yeah. You know, okay. So I was gonna drop my Mm eight-year-old off at this birthday party because little brother was not invited. Yeah. And I was by myself with my kids that day. And we actually had a birthday party earlier in the day that they Mm. were both invited to. And it was further away from my house than the second birthday party so logistically i was going to drive them both out to the further birthday party and then drop big brother off at the one on the way home Mm -hmm. and then go home with little brother and come back and get big brother when the party was over and the party was going to be like three hours long so so going home in between was reasonable well i texted the mom of the party the the birthday girl and I said, is it, is it cool if I just drop him off um, because I have the little one and I, you know, I, I don't want to just have him sit there and watch this birthday party and, yeah. um, you know, is that cool? And she was just like, no, it's really our strong preference that all the parents stay.
1: At eight? I'm surprised. That's the total opposite of what... I mean, the kid was four that the mom dropped off. Yeah. And at five or six, reasonable. But at eight, I feel like that's a reasonable thing for you to drop him off. Right. He's more than capable of doing everything on his own. He's not going to run away. He's not going to, you know. No. Like, I wouldn't drop my seven-year-old autistic kid off because he's going to run down the street. But like, Right, right. In a and, normal, and they're not typical just watching kid, the one child.
0: Right. They're like, watching a group of kids at a birthday party. It's, it's yeah. hard to ask somebody to do that but in I that totally situation. But I totally
1: get dropping a eight, normal eight-year-old off and just letting him bowl and go to the just arcade. Bowling. Yeah. The arcade. Gonna, I mean, realistically, you don't even have to be there. What, like, what are you going to do? Just I sit did there? nothing. Right? That's crazy. I
0: literally sat on my phone. The battery on my phone was at like ten percent when that part was over. But you know what? Over. Maybe
1: that's the mom that held that kid's hand until they were three, going down the slide too.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's possible she was an only child,
1: mm.
0: and maybe that you know, maybe, maybe they're a tight knit family, and maybe they just felt that way about it. Yeah, I don't think I that mean, it was. Each I, their own. It wasn't personal. All the kids had a parent there. Wow. All the kids who were at that birthday party, they had a parent that stayed.
1: I'm just surprised. It that, was
0: surprising. And you know, the funny thing is that while I wasn't invited to like bowl or anything, sure. I was invited to have pizza in the party room and eat birthday cake and do all of those things. And so, I mean, they, they planned, planned on, on it. me being there. I okay. mean, the party room was big enough for kids oh. and the parents. Like,
1: I think that's that's the exception though, not the norm, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. All right, let's open this. Yep. All right, give a talk about uh your is this your favorite? What's your this? Fa- is
0: probably my favorite. Uh, hot butcher. Beer, which is funny because in general, I'm not a huge milkshake fan. Mm. But this, this beer, it is, it's, uh, we're drinking double blazed orange. Mm -hmm. Which if you know anything about Hot Butcher, you know that this is where the hype train takes off, (laughs) man. This is the Hot Butcher beer that everybody talks about as being the one. And I hate to admit it. Because I'm not a big hype train person. Yeah, no,
1: I bought out, I bought the hype on this one. <laughs> ooh,
0: it is good, man. It is, it's smooth. It's definitely got that lactose um, flavor. So this is it's also creamy. a double
1: IPA, but it's a milkshake double IPA. Yes, yeah,
0: so you're going to taste a milky, creamy flavor. It it's, legit
1: tastes like milkshake, like the, yes, at the end, like yes. kind of the, the, the back end of it. It's not nearly as hoppy. You can't really even. I think the lactose mm. just like really dumbs Nellos down the hops. Yeah. Um. But it's yeah. No. It's 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 really good. Like, if you
0: like milkshake IPAs, Double Blaze Orange is your white whale. It's what you should try to get, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that about many things. I don't actually believe for the most part that one beer is better than all the rest
1: no there's so many good beers out there but but double blazed
0: orange is pretty pretty good and i've had some milkshakes i've had other milkshakes Mm -hmm. from hot butcher and i've had other milkshakes from other breweries and nothing tastes as smooth and rich and creamy and orangey and just like it's it's exactly what you want
1: it's got all the flavors it says it should yeah this one's definitely probably one of the smoothest milkshakes i've had Mm -hmm. um but it also isn't super sweet some of the milkshakes go over the edge with the sweetness i agree and so they hit
0: that like well they hit that plat that that peak of sweetness where it kind of stings the roof mm. of your mouth as you drink it. It's almost medicinal. Yeah. Like- um, yeah,
1: there's some. I, we we may wind up trying a couple that are are in that realm. fall into that yeah, category. Yeah, fall into it, but yeah, um, I, no, this uh, is a solid. Yeah, we'll, there's we'll, a
0: potential future episode where we may talk about one that hasn't been that well received, but yeah, we already have it, so it's gonna get drank
1: pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we've got a fridge full of beer we need to drink, but yeah, no double blazed orange DBO, but um, you can't always get it. So they released it a few weeks ago. I'm sure it sold out everywhere. I like, remember I like scrambled over last, to Brook yeah, to get it to for get, you. Yeah, to like the last pack. Yeah, so it's some of these beers, especially Hot Butcher, they are super hyped and they sell out. They so do. unfortunately, you can't. It's not something you can always get.
0: This is not a good example of a beer that we can tell you you should up totally at the store. buy it yeah. because, no. unfortunately, because it's just not widely available. But yeah. it's such a great example of a solid Chicago brewery that we couldn't mm-hmm. we couldn't avoid talking about
1: yeah. it. And Hot Butcher is easier to get now than it was sure. a year ago, two years ago.
0: They make a lot of double IPAs, yes. and a lot of them are very good. In my opinion, we
1: I think we got two hit, of the best. I but, think we attempted um, to hit two of their they best. They also Unfortunately, they get a lot of hype no matter what because of their name. And so, even if they're not a solid beer, some people just love them because of the name, which isn't a great thing. But so, you know, if you're going to have an argument with somebody, oh, Hot Butcher Everything is great, Hot Butcher Everything isn't great hot butcher most of them are pretty solid and they have some really great beers and i think these are two of them but you know there's definitely things out there that are better than a lot of their other double ipas um and that's mostly what they do they mostly do hazies like they don't really do a lot of they do a lot
0: of double ipas and there's some standouts i mean tavern cut is one of them for me um jewels i liked yeah okay um there was another one I was going to The Hawaiian say. one was
1: good. What was that? Like last Oh yeah, that was a milkshake as well. That
0: was. It was like pineapple and coconut, I yeah. think. That one was yeah. good. Yeah. They came out with another milkshake last year called Swans of Lure, oh, was that a was mint. St. Patrick's Day. And it was green. It was super weird. I was really hoping they were going to come yeah, out with Yeah, a lot of people. Have... Honestly, I was kind of thinking we would drink that instead uh, of DBO yeah. and um When I heard Tavern Cut was coming out, and I was just like, well, I don't want Tavern Cut to sit too long before we drink it, and we're not quite at St. Patrick's And I don't know,
1: I haven't heard any hype about it, and it's actually only like two weeks away, so... Well, and I asked
0: my insider husband, and he hadn't heard anything, and they put those beers in the system um, Mm, at the store really yeah. early so well,
1: and it had mixed reviews though like, oh yeah. some people no, loved people it and some people were like this it. is horrible so. i thought it was
0: just right on the perfect we- yeah. edge of weird but good
1: okay, I, I, I was just it, like this so. is so strange <laughs> i love it it was like you a, liked it because it was yes, strange. I did.
0: yes it was like <laughs> drinking a freaking shamrock shake <laughs> But a beer, which sounds so gross, but I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't have it.
1: But (laughs) anyways, all right, well, we're going to continue drinking this. And thank you for joining us for another episode of Parenting by the Pint. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. And uh, don't forget to rate, review, and most importantly,
0: subscribe so that you don't miss out on a single episode because we're going to start churning them out now. Oh, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye.